Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Sharing with you that I have another boop that I want you to meet. She's one of our beloveds. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I've known her forever. Okay, forever. <laughs> but she is the founder of the Soul Sanctuary, which is a Philadelphia-based nonprofit arts education foundation established in 2002 to preserve and uplift positive urban culture. Now that's what you call family. Okay, that's what you call family. So family. I introduce you and invite you to the conversation with none other than Stephanie Renee. <laughs> hey there, beautiful. Oh, darling, how are you? It's good to be with you tonight. I will not complain. You hear me? I will not complain. And you know, it, it's so crazy because I had not seen you in eons, ran past you at Deanna Williams's birthday party. I mean, and it was literally a run. It was literally like a, hey, hey, hey. It was, it was. There's a lot going on. There was so much. I mean, it was so much fun though. So much fun. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to spend some time with us, to visit with us and to share, talk with us about all of the positivity that you are spreading. Because you know, we like to know. You know, we like to know. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate the invitation to, you know, to share this information, because I think um, what better place than the birthday party of one of our celebrated legends, someone who has definitely been a friend and a mentor to me. Um, mm. And we were gathered for such a festive occasion, right? The double mm-hmm. celebration of Deanna's birthday and her beautiful mama. Yes. And you know, and everybody dressed and, and, and festive uh, at a day party. And yet um, at this gathering of all these wonderful cultural folks from our community and up and down the Eastern Seaboard, uh, you know, really discreetly, yeah. we found out that we had lost another one of the beloved members of our community in the way of Azel Dixon. Mm-hmm. And right then, in that moment was the start of what has now turned into the Sick With It Health and Wellness Symposium that I'm going to be co-hosting this coming Saturday, December 16th. Wow, Stephanie, I had no idea that that, oh, wow. What, so family, you all um, heard me talk about Azel, our beloved. You heard me share um, just how much of a loss there is to the community to our entire oh the baby give the baby some sugar lumps for me I was going to say yeah you, you, here, this is my dog fluffing his bed in the background listen so I, you know, have to give him a moment first of all they already know because my sugar lump is right here behind me but she's learned she naps now while I'm on the air oh, okay. but uh, family I was sharing that I was sh- I had shared with you all um, about the loss of our beloved Azel Dixon um it just, I mean, a huge loss. 
to the entertainment world and to just Philadelphia, the, the tri-state alone, because he was, he is so loved. I hate that we, I say that, or we say that, you know, when someone is gone, because we still love them. Yes. We still love them. Yes. So he is so loved. He is so, so, so loved. Um, Stephanie, you know what? For our family members who might be unaware or unfamiliar, I don't know how that's possible, but could you share with them just a little about you, just, just a little about you. Well, goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, where do I start? So there are, depending on um, sort of where people have come into their familiarity with me, there is a whole group of people that knew me as a spoken word artist. Then there's a group of people that knew me as a vocalist. And then I'm sure there are people in your viewing and listening audience tonight that know me for the six and a half years that I spent as a part of the word staff. So regardless of where you come into your, to your knowledge of uh, who I am, uh, you know, Philadelphia is my adopted second home because I was born and raised in D.C. and came here to go to college at Penn and have never officially been able to quit this dog law city. I love Philly. And uh, so, you know, I leave and come back and leave and come back and leave and come back. So, you know, I'm definitely in my I'm here moment and certainly uh, think of Philly as family and think of word as family. And so it is great to be able to just, you know, kind of merge all of these different phases of me into uh, where we are today. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, we're women. We're multifaceted. Yes. We're women. You okay? We, we, you know, we, we tend to say it like, well, I did this. I did. No, 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 no. That just speaks to our diversity and to, you know, just the brilliance that we are. <laughs> That's all. As human beings. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Steph, I would love for you to also, first of all, thank you for that. But I would love for you to just share with our family members as well about Soul Sanctuary. Yes. So, so Soul Sanctuary is one of those fever dreams that became real. Um, because it was sort of in the wake of losing the venue that many of us remember as Wilhelmina's, mm. um, and being, you know, being a fixture in the, the spoken word scene, I was like, why doesn't Philly have a new Eureka? Why don't we have a place that can be a destination for tourists to come and experience the culture that we know is so vibrant in this city has been mm -hmm. for generations of artists. And so that was the impetus to begin Soul Sanctuary. And then, you know, as many people are aware, maintaining a venue in Philly <laughs> is difficult. For all the different reasons they say mm -hmm. that, you know, people who are part of, I guess you can say the Bohemian set that groomed me and raised me uh, in this city don't drink enough don't uh you know don't participate in in the the vices that keep the nightclub scene uh mm -hmm. going and i didn't want to lose the the real foundation of what soul sanctuary was supposed to be and so mm -hmm. i sort of uh scaled it back and retooled it so that we are now a nonprofit arts education foundation. And that's mm -hmm. how we've been operating with all different kinds of live events and a streaming radio station and all these different ways to continually expose people to the greatness 
that exists mm. in our local community and also to connect Philadelphia to the larger conversation that's going on about about I say urban culture because it's not necessarily black. It is definitely Mm -hmm. rooted in the black experience, but it is Mm -hmm. not exclusively black. So for people that understand what soulfulness is about, Mm. understand how to get to that in their expression, that is who we support. And that's what you will hear throughout our programming and whenever you walk through the doors of our events. I love that. I love that. Stephanie, I just want to share with you that some of our family members are commenting and they are sharing so much love with you as, I mean, was expected. Uh, the beautiful Sandra Streeter shares, hello, my sweet sister, Stephanie Renee. I love oh, that. I love you, that. I love it. And Eric shares, yes, Stephanie is a jack of all trades and master of many. I love Thank that too. You. That's love, Steph. That's love. And Miss Julie, hi, Miss Julie. She shares, oh my, she's delayed in greeting everyone, but the love is the same. She shares, good evening, Stephanie Renee. It is so good to see you. Whenever I think of you, I'm reminded of how you shared your chiropractor with us. It made such a difference in our lives. Julie, I miss him. (laughs) (laughs) He moved back to the West Coast. So, yes. You know what? My uh, primary care physician did the same thing. Uh, Broke my heart. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I'm ready to fly to <laughs> Palm Springs to get my annual, like my annual Palm physical. Let's you out to the desert. I, he, you see, you hear me? He said, I don't want to see anybody. None of you. But I'm so ready to go find him out there. I, I miss him so much. I really, really do. Miss um, Lily, our beautiful Miss Lily, she shares, says, Stephanie, I love your look. Well, thank you. Thank Always. you. Always. I, I, I need to explain. So, well, part <laughs> of, I, I uh, always appreciate a good head wrap, but this is also the, you know, now that I am no longer locked and my hair does not curl the way it once did. Ooh. We, you know, we have to, we have to wash and twist and groom. And so, you know, because I got a lot going on this week, we had to keep it covered tonight so that I can be appropriate when I greet you all on Saturday. <laughs> well, you look beautiful. And let me tell you how I overstand because it, during this maturation process, this hair journey, and we've talked about that too on the show, but this hair journey, especially when you change anything having to do with whatever your hair is doing naturally, when you change anything, I mean, you have to retrain it and it takes so much time. Mm-hmm. You have heavens to Mercatroy. I well, had this conversation just yesterday. Well, I was going to say what I, I think there are probably people in the listening audience that don't know necessarily the health journey that I've been on over the last four years. And, and the hair is just one part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I only because of the grace of the creator mm. and the marvels of modern medicine, am I even able to be sitting here and having this conversation with you today? And that was such a, 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 a another push toward um, this event that's going on this weekend. But I discovered um, toward just before Thanksgiving in 2019 that I have chronic myelogenous leukemia. And the chronic is important because it is a chromosomal defect that I was born with. 
And, you know, it waited until I got good and mature, until it decided it wanted to show off. And it almost took me out of here. And, um, you know, if, if I had been diagnosed even 10 years ago, it would have required a bone marrow transplant. But because there are amazing doctors that have been doing research in this area, um, you know, I take one chemo pill a day and it keeps everything in check and Mm -hmm. allows me to go on. But what I think is really interesting is, you know, when you hear chemo, people always worry about your hair falling out. Mm -hmm. And my hair didn't necessarily fall out. My eyebrows, I think, fell out more than my hair did. But... <laughs> but it completely changed the texture of my hair. So people who remember when I had, you know, just about shoulder length, naturally curly hair, I it, remember. It doesn't do that anymore. I think I think that came with the with the chromosomal defect. <laughs> right, right. Wow. You know, so just things things that you that you might even think of as intrinsically a part of you, sure, don't necessarily stay that way. You, oh, I'm taking a moment to digest everything you just shared. Number one, because I did not know, but number two, uh, I can relate to that last statement. You know, we we think we know our bodies, and and then, like I was sharing during you know during the course of this maturation process, all kinds of changes and surprises come about, mm-hmm. as you just shared. But I, I Steph, God bless you. I I, I did not know. I did not know. And and thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I know you said, but God. Well, thank you, God. Uh-huh. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I know you've thanked him, you know, more than I. All the time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, family. Mm, Cheryl is sharing. Good evening, Stephanie Renee. Thank you so much for joining us. And Malcolm, Brother Malcolm shares, I know the pain of a bone marrow transplant. Yeah. I just... Oh, my Lord, my Lord. You know what? And now I, I, as we're talking about your upcoming event this weekend, I was going to ask, was there anything else? Was there, what, you know, what, what else contributed? What was the catalyst? What started it all? And you just shared it. You, you know, just but, shared it. I mean, but it's also, I mean, so there, there's such a combination of things, right? Because honestly, mm-hmm. the, the push was, finding out about Azel's passing mm-hmm. because the last, you know, I had seen Azel at a few gigs, but I ran into Azel a little over a year ago at um, CCP's black and gold ball, their okay. annual fundraiser. He was playing with the house band that was greeting people as you walked in and helping to create that festive atmosphere. And, you know, we locked eyes when I walked in the room and when they took their break, he came over to me and Azel had known about my illness. And he was like, look at you. He was like, you know, like, it's so good to see you out. It's good to see you looking healthy and like, you look like yourself, like you're kind of back to your thing. How are you doing? And he was, he was, just tender in that moment, us having a conversation with him being concerned about my health journey mm. and, and glad to see me out and about and doing what I do. And so I think that's what made it even more stark. When I got the information about him, I'm like, the last real conversation I had with Azel was about my health. And here it is that we've lost him prematurely. Um, 
And and so this notion Mm -hmm. of how do we take this realization of Mm -hmm. that we're here for a reason and we have access to information, we have access to people yes, who indeed. can rally around an idea. And so quite literally, we were kind of whispering down the lane about Azel's passing at Deanna's party. Mm-hmm. And I looked around the room and I'm like, all of the people that I would reach out to, to say, mm-hmm. what can we do to elevate this message of we are losing too many talented people well before their time. How do we get Mm -hmm. together to talk about taking better care of ourselves? And so, you know, it started with me walking up to a few people in that room and going, look, if we do something, can I count on your support? And, you know, that has grown into what is now this, what is now sick with it. Okay. So I want to talk about all things sick with it. When we come back from this commercial break, I do want to share Miss Rosalind is joining us. Hi, beautiful. She shares happy Monday and to the new day that the Lord has made. She gives you your flowers while you can smell them. Miss Rosalind, I didn't see your email. I thought I was expecting an email from you and I didn't. So we're going to talk about that later. But Miss Lily is also joining us and she shares, wow, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Sister Stephanie, glad to hear how you have persevered. Um, Family, listen, we're going to take just a short commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to hear all about sick with it. Sick with it. I'm sorry, get that right. Sick with it. With Stephanie Renee when we return. So stay with us because we will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are joined with our beloved Stephanie Renee, and she is sharing with us about life right now. She is sharing with us about life just before the commercial break. She shared some information with me that quite honestly, I'm still processing. And um, I mean, I know, listen, we're all good and grown. And I know, you know, changes are always around every single corner. But, you know, when you get used to navigating your own changes, you don't think about the changes that the next person is navigating. And then uh, here we are. Here we are. I do want to share, and you did see this comment, but I do like for our family members to be included in the conversation. So I want to share that uh, Arlette, hi there, beautiful, who is joining the conversation. She shares, Stephanie, I knew you were amazing, but you are blowing my mind tonight. She shares, simply amazing. CML is no walk in the park. And look at you. I felt it necessary. I know that message was for you, but I know there are other family members too who also need to see you being poured into and who also need to feel that love. And so I hope you don't mind, Arlette. I hope you don't mind, Stephanie, because you know that's what we do because we love up on each other right here. We love up on each other. This is a tribe. This is a village. And that's what we do. That's what we do. I share with everybody, listen, if we got something going on, we're going to deal with it together. We are. We are going to deal with it. So Stephanie, because the hour goes by so quickly, I don't want to take another moment without you telling us about the Sick With It Health and Wellness Symposium. 
Well, well, I, there so there there are a lot of different pieces to it. So I, I want y'all to stick with me okay. so that I can run you through this. Sick with it started out during the pandemic because in the midst of all the craziness that was happening during shutdown, the uncertainty of 2020, um, I knew a lot of sister friends who had also been on their own health challenge journey. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, now I can say that for me, it was minimal, but for a lot of us, the journey from diagnosis to treatment was very bumpy because a lot of our modern medical establishment does not take Black women seriously when we know that something's not right with us and are advocating to get the best possible care. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to provide an outlet for these women I know who had been struggling and were on the other side of the, the hill in terms of getting better. And, and, uh, and really in this moment where we were so preoccupied with COVID that some of us weren't thinking about making sure that we were getting medical care for other things that were going on with us. Right. So uh, I created Sick With It as a podcast for these women to talk about their journey and to encourage people to A, get treatment for what was ailing them, but also to make sure that they were speaking up to get the kind of care that they deserve. And so it just seemed appropriate when um, at Deanna's party, we started putting together the foundation for this symposium that the name and the intention of Sick With It would uh, kind of be resurrected for this particular purpose. And um, so I want to kind of lay it out for people because I think it is incredibly important for us not to be fearful of doctors, mm-hmm. to go get mm-hmm. some information. Mm-hmm. So that Mm -hmm. you can begin to figure out what you need to do to get better. Right. But a lot of us are so terrified and I was one of them. So, right. I'm I'm hoping that I'm preaching to the choir now because I had my friends basically do an intervention with me at the beginning of 2019. And they were like, Steph, you have lost so much weight. Like, you know, you're not vibrant like you used to be. What is going on with you? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I was uninsured at the time. And I'm just like, you know, paying for insurance and paying to go to a doctor is not in my budget right now. Like it's it's Mm -hmm. not a priority for me. And because I have a circle around me that loves me, they stayed on me about making sure that I did what I needed to do to get insured and all the other things. And literally, I got approved for my insurance. I made an appointment the very next day. And three days later is when I got the results back of the blood test that got me my diagnosis that kept me here. Because by then I had full blown all kinds of symptoms. I had shortness of breath. I, I you know, continued to lose weight to the point where like, I mean, folks were deeply, deeply concerned about me. I was fatigued all the time. I had no idea what was wrong. Oh 
And the last thing I expected was for the doctor to come back with something that was that intense. Before this diagnosis of the leukemia, I had never been in a hospital overnight. I had no I had no idea what you know what this would even mean. And so briefly, just in terms of my situation, I have from birth right encoded in my cells one of my uh, a piece of my ninth chromosome broke off and attached itself to my 19th chromosome. And so I have all the, I have all these cells that aren't doing what they're supposed to do, what they're designed to do. And at some point between stress and all the other things that happened in life, basically it flipped on a switch that told my body to massively start overproducing white blood cells. And so that is that is where the that's why it's myelogenous leukemia, that it's not anything that could have been done per se to prevent this from happening was always kind of lurking in my cells Mm. waiting to be activated. And Mm. so so here we are. Right. But these are the kinds of things that if you are just trying to go on WebMD and figure out what's wrong with you on your own. That's not anything that I would have even remotely known to look for. I just had a whole bunch of symptoms that the doctors with the right tests could diagnose and tell me what was wrong with me. And then because of the wonders of modern medicine, give me a treatment plan that I'm able to stick to. And that allows me to be here today and do this. But, you know, this symposium, is to introduce people to holistic practitioners in Mm. all different aspects of our health who are trying to help us get right. So we pull together folks that will help you mentally, your body physically, your Mm -hmm. spirit, and your money. All of these things that we need to have in place to help us be on an even keel and live the lives that we're supposed to be living into old age. That's what we should be doing. And not enough of us are getting there. Stephanie. Okay. Can you tell us once again, when and where the symposium will take place from what time, all the necessary, all the information that we need. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So it will be Saturday, December 16th, this coming Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the new location for the Painted Bride Art Center, which is 5212 Market Street in West Philadelphia, right under the L. So it doesn't matter if you don't drive, you can take SEPTA and get right there and come in and be and have easy access to all of these folks who are coming together to make sure that you have the information you need. Is there an admission fee? No, ma'am. It is free of cost. Keystone First is our presenting sponsor. And we have all other kinds of representation from wonderful individual practitioners and organizations that heard about this idea, said they wanted to be a part of it and are coming in to make sure that folks have access to this. But it is particularly designed that, listen, everybody can come, mm-hmm. but this is particularly geared toward people in our creative community. And the reason for that is because so many full-time creatives do mm-hmm. not have insurance. 
Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's not something we prioritize, and because creatives work the hours that we work. Exactly. No, I just had a conversation about this, Stephanie. I just because I'm in the process of trying to acquire better insurance. I had mm-hmm. insurance which I thought was adequate. I thought it, and it was not. Right. It was not. So yeah, I, I've been. This has been an ongoing conversation for me, and and. Uh, quite honestly, and I should make everyone aware too, to be diligent, to be diligent, to pay attention, um, especially if you are seeking insurance or, or if you, or, and we're going to have someone come on and talk with us. I, I am looking for someone to talk with us to dig deep into this topic as well, because when I thought I had a plan, it wasn't the plan that was, and I did this over the phone, wasn't explained. What was explained to me was not what was sent to me. Uh-huh. The card didn't even have the same name as everything to which I agreed. Nothing. It wasn't. It, it, so now I'm, I'm starting the process all over again. So uh, I just, you know what, praise God for you for having this conversation with us because you're lighting another fire under me to keep me going because I'm in the midst of this right now. And Praise God for those who poured into you, who spoke to you, who stayed with you, who were diligent with you, who made sure that you took the necessary steps so that you could be here to talk with us right now. Yes. Just praise God for them. Family, uh, welcome. If you have just joined us, you are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with our beloved. Stephanie Renee, we are talking about love. We're talking about life because we're talking about self-love right now. And we're talking about maintenance. We're talking about life. We're talking about maintenance. We're talking about everything under the umbrellas of both. Stephanie is sharing with us about what is called the Sick With It Health and Wellness Symposium, which will take place on December 16th from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Uh, at 5212 Market Street, which is now the new location for the Painted Bride, I believe you shared. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, I'm going to ask, uh, because we're going to go to, to a commercial break in a moment, but I'm going to ask you to share all of this information when we come back, but to also share if uh, there's a number or a, a website or any place that we can go uh, for additional information, if if we just want to have it, if we just want to have it, I do want to share with you that Kelly Sparrow Meckins is sharing light and love to you. She is sending all the light and love to you yes. that she can muster and that you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Arlette shares, thank, thank God for the queens in your life that would not let you be. Yes. She shares, for me, it was my husband. I had no friends like that. Well, thank God for your husband, Arlette. Thank God. Thank God. Praise God for your husband. And Cheryl is sharing that her sister had acute myeloma leukemia two years ago and then breast cancer two months ago. She had a mastectomy two weeks ago. So her prayers will continually go out for you. Absolutely, Cheryl. Absolutely. And Miss Julie, our beloved. Hi, Miss Julie. She shares, Stephanie Renee, we gained so much from the guests who provided their health experiences, as had you. We're in another roadblock. Doctors not on the same page of care. We've had this conversation, the same thing you shared. We've had this conversation. Uh, she shares, my dear beloved succumbed. It began with a steroid that was not supposed to be distributed. 
patent not renewed from their radiation and chemo burns. His doctor was ignored. The oncologist requested to know white cell count missing him every day. Miss Julie, my prayers, my love go to you as well. Just to you as well. Um, family, once again, you are tuned in to Love and Life. And we're talking with our beloved Stephanie Renee. We're going to take just a short commercial break, but know that you can join the conversation. You can do so by phone, uh, by calling 215-634-8065, or you can even call us toll free. You can do that by dialing one 866 3610900. You could also feel free to comment on our socials. I promise I'll do my best to read it aloud. But whatever you do, just stay with us because we love your company and because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. Uh, we are talking with our beloved Stephanie Renee, who has been sharing with us about love and about life, and most importantly, about the upcoming symposium, Sick Witted Health and Wellness Symposium, which will take place on December 16th. That's right, this week. I do want to share that Harry is joining us, Harry Wims, and he shares, hey there, everybody. I loved the Steph Renee show. Loved, loved, loved. I love that. Love that. All this love. I just love it. I love it. <laughs> and and um, uh, Cheryl shares, praise God for you sharing your journey and, and just sharing love for you, Stephanie, just sharing love. And Ms. Julie asks, to verify the address. And thank you for that, Miss Julie, because Stephanie, please share with us all the information. I mean, websites, I mean, telephone numbers. I mean, I want to know, uh, will there be panels? Like what, 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 what can we expect? All of that, all of it. Yes. So there will be some organized activities happening, but we didn't want to make it necessarily as formal as a panel, because if you're only able to come through for the first half hour or the last half hour, there will be something happening. You don't have to worry about missing anything per se. Our practitioners are going to be there for the entire four hours and they're looking forward to greeting you, to talking to you. Some of them are offering some mini sessions. So let me give you a, a, a kind of bird's eye view of what you can experience. Uh, my sister from another mister, Dr. Kathleen Walls, who is a clinical psychologist, is going to be there to talk to people about the necessity and need for culturally competent mental wellness. Mm. She is also a children's book author. So we are going to allow her. She has a book series called The Adventures of Froggy Tea and Bunny. And so if you've got little ones that might be coming along with you, don't worry about them being, uh, you know, bored at all this adult mm -hmm. health stuff going on. She's going to do story time in a corner for the little ones and expose them to her book series. We have uh, the women of the SIFT, 215 Media Collective have done a short film program that is talking about various aspects of how COVID impacted our community. There, um, it's a series of four short films they call the COVID 1619 Project. Mm 
And so we're going to be screening that in the room. Our good friends, and Carol is very familiar with this, um, at the Recording Academy, the Music Hairs program, which a lot of people are unfamiliar with. For creatives, Mm -hmm. this fund is designed to get emergency funding for musicians that are going through health crises. And so they're going to be on site to hand out information and talk to people about this crucial resource for professional musicians. Um, Gabe Bryant, many of you are familiar with as the director of the Engaging Males of Color Initiative for the city's Department of Behavioral Health. Uh, I've been working with Gabe for a lot of years. If you're not familiar with EMOC, we know Mm. that sisters, we will wrap each other up and we will tell each other when things are going on, like that circle of love that helped me. But our brothers in particular, if they are dealing with mental wellness issues, they are the last people to go in and Mm -hmm. seek care for themselves. But there's a whole initiative out of our city's Department of Behavioral Health that is designed for them, messaging specifically for them. So he's going to be on site to talk to people about their programming and their film projects. A lot of what they did, instead of doing just the uh, kind of open forums and conversations, Mm -hmm. COVID forced think how they design some of these interventions and programs. And so they've done a lot of work with film and video. And so, um, you know, we'll have some of that available for you all to see as well. My mm. good friend Karen Taylor Bass is a certified yogini. Yes. Coming. We're going to do a little mini chair yoga session. So wear some comfortable clothes when you come out and just 15 minutes mm-hmm. in a chair. So if some of you have some mobility issues, not a big deal. Mm-mm. Chair, chair, and breathing, chair yoga, and breathing exercises to get us in that right frame of mind to help teach us how to de-stress. Because a lot of what we have, this dis-ease that mm-hmm. we are dealing with, is because we are carrying so much stress in our bodies for all the things that are happening in our lives. And, and one of the my favorite components wow. of the event is a sound therapist. Yes. If you didn't know know that this was such a thing, our closing activity of the day is going to be a sound bath. And so singing bowls and breathing exercises, all those things before we walk back out into the West Philly streets and get on with our day. We want to make sure that we are treated to that kind of experience. And a lot of us, we won't go seek out these things on our own. Mm-hmm. They seem a little too frou-frou or we just, we don't know who to go to. All of these practitioners look like you and me. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be there to talk to you about these services, holistic health assessments, a holistic dentist, which I did not even know existed. I did not know until this moment that there was a holistic yeah. dentist. Because... What we are taught about fluoride is not necessarily good for our bodies. That's true. Now, did you hear that? Fluoridated water, we get fluoridated toothpaste, all these things. It's not necessarily good for us. So there is a holistic dentist right on City Avenue who uses different methods and practices to make sure that our teeth are together. So, you know, 
We need to talk to him. We need or her. We need to talk to. We need yeah, to have, it's a, it's listen. A husband and wife. <laughs> oh, say that even better. We need to talk with them. We need to know this. You know what? I'm okay. So this just sounds like a must. Okay, a must, a must, a must, because this is self care. This yeah. is self care at its core. Everything that you just described is self care at its core. And quite honestly, you're talking about principles, practices that our grandparents. <laughs> I, I know. I know my grandparents and great grandparents practiced. So I, I know now you mentioned before, cause I'm looking at the time and I want to make sure you mentioned earlier about your podcast. Do you still host your podcast? Yeah. Well, so right. right I have a whole streaming station, but mm-hmm. the, there will be, we are definitely videotaping. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This first event. And, and I say first event, right? This mm-hmm. is the first ever. I was going to ask that. With the health and wellness symposium, but we wanted, you know, because we felt it was so urgent. Since Azel passed, we have lost at least five more oh, I people know. under the age of 50 mm-hmm. in the Philadelphia cultural community to preventable diseases. So the need for this is huge. It is and we long. understand that not everybody is going to be free during this holiday season on a Saturday to come out to this. So this is the first ever, but we are planning. We've already reserved the URL. So we're going to have a whole mm-hmm. website. What is okay. the resource? Wait, I'm this. so sorry to interject. Wait a minute, because look, I'm looking at the time. We've got like three minutes. What is their number? Is there what? what? Yes. The website is tinyurl.com. Okay. Slash sick wit it info. Okay. So no eight, no H on the with sick wit it info. Okay. Tinyurl.com slash sick wit it info. And that's where you can read about all of the different practitioners that will be on site and RSVP for the event. And I want to make sure if people um, aren't there yet, we are also carving out some time to grieve those we've lost. And mm. uh, so our friends at Philly Soul mm. Now are going to be joining with us. And Karen Smith, Pew Fellow, 2023 Pew Fellow, Karen yes. Smith is going to be drumming and helping to, to give us a musical oh. libation so that we can remember those that we have lost. Stephanie, first of all, thank you again. I mean, that just doesn't seem like enough in this moment, but thank you, thank you, thank you. As a human being, as a woman, as a creative because this event is so necessary, so, 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 so overdue, so, so necessary. Um, I will keep you in prayer for your continued health journey as well. I, 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 I thank you for your transparency and for sharing with us because you have no idea what the light, the fire that you just lit under me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for those, uh, our family members who can't say thank you right now. I'm thanking you for them as well. Um, Just, I mean, so many things are going through my mind right now, but family, what I want to share with you is about the Sick Wit It Health Symposium, which will take place on Saturday, December 16th from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at the newly relocated Painted Bride, which is located now at 5212 Market Street right here in Philadelphia. Um, We all need to be there, family. We all need to be there. Okay, we all need to be there. Tinyurl.com forward slash sick wit it info. 
Thank you, Miss Julie, for posting that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And to all of our family members who have a family member that is healing, that is in the midst of a journey, that is in the beginning, near the end of one, navigating it. Just, you know, my love goes to you as well. You know, my love goes to you as well, because we're all dealing with something. We're all, all, all dealing with something. So when I tell you that I love you, just know that I do. Just know, just know that, just know that I mean it. You hear me? And um, it's not necessary for us to all share what we're going through, but just know that the love is there. You hear me? Just know that the love is there. Steph, I thank you again. And I hope you'll come back and share with us about the symposium and about what's coming up in the future as well. Um, just, oh, family. Family, praise God. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.